Welcome to the Business Administration Podcast. Hello, I'm Dr. Leslie Suka, and today we have a guest speaker with us, uh, Lisa von Reichbauer from the International Education Office here at Fair State University. Lisa, thank you for being here today. Thank you um, for having me. Please tell me a little bit about your role in the International Education Office. Okay, so um, right now I am currently the acting director of the office, and our office at Fair State University is responsible for recruiting and admitting international students. We also provide immigration and um, student advising, general student advising to international students. We also work with um, our domestic students who are interested in studying abroad. So we work with outbound students on study abroad programs. We also work with um, uh, campus globalization and internationalization efforts in terms of events, activities, curricular projects, um, you know, all sorts of things that, that help um, our university stay connected globally and help um, infuse our curriculum with, with international uh, themes so that our students are prepared for a global economy and society. Wonderful. If an international student or an, a person, an international individual, is interested in attending fairs, what should they do? Well, so um, obviously we, we work with a lot of international students. We typically have students from over 30 different countries who study at Ferris. Um, many of them, most of them come over to seek degrees and we do offer associate degrees, bachelor degrees, master, master's degrees, and also a couple doctoral degrees. Uh, primarily the, the students who do join us are, are seeking bachelor degrees for the most part. So students who are interested, um, number one, what we're doing is um, on our website through, you know, the international office website on the Ferris main page, uh, we have links where students can sign up to attend a Zoom session with us. And, you know, since COVID, um, this is really what we're encouraging students to do, because when you join a Zoom session uh, with our um, Jacob, who is our international student recruiter, uh, we really get an opportunity to get to know the students, understand what their interests and needs are, and really connect them to programs at Ferris. So, so once we connect with them on Zoom, or we can connect with them on email as well, um, and we also have a chat feature on our website, which gives students options for communicating with us. Uh, we, we really work with students to help them understand if Ferris is a good fit for them in terms of, of their academic and career goals. So uh, after those conversations, if a student says, yes, this is what I want to do, um, we have students complete our online application. And again, once students apply, we offer them um, opportunities to connect with us over Zoom or email or, or chat um, to really help them understand um, how they need to complete 
the application process. Because once you apply, you do have to send us transcripts. Um, if your transcripts are in a different language other than English, you have to have those officially translated. If you come from a country where you have um, graduation or uh, you have to complete tests in order to finalize your graduation, you need to send us those test results. If um, you are not from a country where English is the official um, language uh, that is only spoken in, in the education system, then you do have to provide English proficiency test scores to us. And so we work with you to help students make, make sure that they know all of the documents that they do need to send to us. And then um, sometimes depending um, on the student's background and situation, so they do have to complete maybe a math placement test for us or um, perhaps a composition placement test to help us understand if they qualify for a specific program. So we do those tests uh, via Zoom right now. That's one advantage of COVID. We're able to get those um, done over Zoom now. And then, um, you know, we work with you to make sure that you are admitted academically. And then once you're admitted academically, of course, as an international student, we have to work with the immigration piece. So, um, you know, in order for a student to come here to um, study their program, they do have to obtain uh, a student visa. And to do that, um, they, they need to uh, get an immigration document from our office, which is called an I-20, an I-20 immigration document. This allows students to apply for a student visa. Um, but in order to obtain the I-20, students do have to, of course, send us a copy of their passport. And they also have to send us um, evidence that they have the financial means to uh, pay for their education. So they have to provide a bank statement that shows they have one year of expenses in a bank account that, that is um, earmarked for their education. So we work through that process with students as well. And then again, we advise them after that in terms of obtaining a visa. Um, but some students might say, you know, I'm interested in your degree program. I'm interested in learning those courses, but I can't travel or I don't wish to travel. So students do have the option to join our programs online from their home country. And so we do work with students who are interested in that avenue as well. Wonderful. Lots of great information. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And are there accommodations for those who may have concerns in regard to COVID? I know you mentioned that the they are able to participate from their own their home country, but for those that may be face-to-face -face with concerns, are there accommodations available for them? Well, in terms of COVID, you know, Fair State University has, has a team of people who've been working on our COVID response from the very beginning of the epidemic. And um, so we do have, um, you know, different accommodations in place on campus. We've had uh, testing programs. We're encouraging everybody to be vaccinated. Of course, people coming into the United States do have to be vaccinated to fly in. So um, once students are on campus, um, we've been working on campus with um, having mask mandates in the classroom. So students, um, you know, when they're going to class, they would be wearing masks, at least through the end of this semester. We, we will see what happens next year. Um, but many of our classes um, currently have what we call a, a high flex option. So um, many of the professors on campus are in the classroom. Um, students who are comfortable joining face-to-face -face can join in the classroom. 
And um, if they are uncomfortable joining face to face due to you know health concerns, they the courses are being streamed live online as well. So students could log in from their dorm room or their apartment, again, if they don't feel um, comfortable joining the class face-to-face. Additionally, on campus in our housing, we we have throughout COVID had um, more flexible options for students to have a single room if they're perhaps not comfortable sharing um, a bedroom with a roommate. Um, Of course, they're still sharing some common you know, areas with other people, but if they would like to have a bedroom on their own, we've offered more flexibility in students to obtain a, a single room. So, so we do have options for students, and and of course, um, our faculty on campus have been very accommodating on an individual basis. It's been you know interesting challenge to try to you know uh, provide a sense of security for students while still maintaining, you know, the core of the coursework. Uh, but we, but we do have a lot of options for students. And again, if they come through our office, you know, we work very closely with students and, you know, really listen to their concerns and help them find um, resources that they need. Wonderful. So let's say that the students are enrolled in their program uh, what resources are available to them now through your office? So um, our office, again, as we we work with students, obviously um, all international students, um, when they arrive on a student visa, there are lots of different things they have to do to maintain um, their visa status while they are here. So our office is Uh, provides a primary immigration support. So when students arrive on campus, they do go through um, a four-day orientation in person. So our office does provide four days of orientation uh, when they arrive. Um, Our office does pick them up at the airport in Grand Rapids um, for free. So if they're flying in and nervous about where they're going, we pick them up at the airport, bring them to campus, um, provide a four-day orientation, help them move into their residence halls, help them go shopping. So we take them shopping around town and we have students who shop with them and give them guidance on, you know, this, these are the types of things that are helpful for you to have. Um, these are the types of clothes that are good to prepare for the weather. And then uh, we also uh, obviously provide them tours of the campus, um, help them get their textbooks, make sure they're all ready for the start of their semester. And then um, we do an orientation session during that time that's really focused on immigration. So they do understand all of their responsibilities in terms of maintaining their status. And then uh, we introduce them to the academic resources that the university has, such as we offer free tutoring to students in any class that, that they need help with. We have a writing center where they can get assistance with their writing. And so we we provide um, tours and connections to all those different resources on campus to help them. And then once the semester starts, um, we're a place where we want students to feel we, you know, you're home away from home and we want them to come into our office or contact us, you know, with any questions that they have, because, you know, navigating a large university um, can, and especially in a new country and culture and system, can be a little bit um, challenging, sometimes intimidating. So, so we want them to feel comfortable coming to us, and then we can help them, you know, find the different offices on campus, um, find the different uh, resources that they need to be successful. 
Wonderful. Uh, can you share some of the engagement opportunities available to international students that, that are available within the on campus here? Absolutely. So, um, you know, the university itself has a lot of different engagement opportunities for students. We have over 200 registered student organizations. We have events, <clears throat> excuse me, and activities happening all the time on campus. And recently, now that, um, you know, we've, we've been coming back more face-to-face, we're seeing those opportunities increase, which is exciting. Um, so students have opportunities that they will see communicated to them frequently to engage all across campus and with the registered student organizations, they have the ability to really find their people, as I like to say, people who have the same interests, hobbies, backgrounds, um, academic experience, you know, so whatever um, group of people they're kind of trying to find connections to, we have lots of opportunities through the RSOs. We have an international student organization and um, Jacob, our recruiter, is the advisor for that organization. And so that organization has um, meetings every week, events and activities for international students. For example, tomorrow um, we're taking uh, the international student organization and our office is taking a group of about 30 students down to Chicago. So we're doing a Chicago trip to kind of see the bigger city, experience um, a different part of the United States uh, we go skiing in the winter time. We do different events and activities and, and different trips to the lake. So lots of opportunities for students to see Michigan, see different parts of the United States and meet people from around the world. And it's not just international students who join that organization. Anybody is welcome to join and get to know each other. So so that's a really, um, you know, active organization. Additionally, our office hosts every Thursday. Um, we have a lounge near our office and we host what we call the International Hangout. And it's just um, there's an hour on Thursdays where nobody has classes. It's an hour people can host meetings uh, and do whatever, you know, they need to do as groups. And so we host that hangout on those days. And we usually have different type of food or a snack for students to join in games and activities. And it's just a place to come in and meet people, hang out and relax. So, so lots of different things going on and lots of opportunities for engagement. Yes. Thank you for sharing. And I'm sure our students our potential students appreciate it. Yeah. Are there any last thoughts that you would like to share? Um, you know, just one thought that, you know, when, when students are thinking of, of going abroad um, to study, especially to the United States, it's a big decision to think about because, you know, um, you know, getting a degree in another country, especially the United States, is an, it's, a big, it's a large investment for you and your family. And so a lot of students and their families are, are trying to figure out, you know, is this an investment um, that is good for me. And, and so when we think about that, what students really want to think about is, you know, the cost that they're going to um, pay to, to get their degree, um, the experience culturally and the networks that they are going to create, you know, is this going to be a beneficial opportunity for me? And then, of course, the academic program that you are looking to go into. So it's very important that you, 
you know, take a look at what you want to study, understand the program and the university that is offering that program um, to make sure it's a good fit. You know, a lot of people uh, look around and, and they um, seek out opportunities with, with highly ranked universities that, they're fa- that are famous. And, and that's, you know, a great place to begin looking. But what you really want to do is um, not just think about the university, but also think about the program. And you want to look at different universities that offer different programs and look at how they offer those programs. Because a lot of times, um, you know, they, they do things very differently in terms of class sizes, in terms of engagement opportunities, in terms of the curriculum how it's offered, the focus of the curriculum. So it's very important to look at a program um, more deeply and understand if it's a good fit for you. Because once you find a program that is a good fit for you, students soar and they thrive. But if students end up joining a program or a university that is maybe not the best fit for them, you know, it can be a little bit challenging and a struggle. And so Um, that's why we started offering these Zoom sessions because it gives us an opportunity to really understand what the students are interested in. We know our programs really well here at Ferris. And, you know, an advantage of Ferris is we do have very small class sizes and all our our classes are taught by full faculty members. And, And so students really have an opportunity to network with their faculty, get to know their faculty really well. And, um, you know, that Ferris is known for um, hands-on practical experience and students leave our university ready for the workforce. And, you know, sometimes students go into internships and, and a Ferris student will be in an internship with a student who's come through a very large, maybe a, a highly ranked university um, that's more theoretical, where Ferris is more hands-on. And when you get into that internship environment, our interns thrive um, because they have been well prepared for that experience. And those are the things that you want to think about and determine what is the best fit for you. And um, so that's what I encourage any student is, you know, look at several different universities, but try to talk to somebody to look at the program level and really understand how the programs are, are being delivered and offered in the curriculum and, and, just really think about what is the best fit for you because you're investing, you know, two to four years of your life. You're investing a lot of money. And what do you want out of that experience? And where, what do you want for your academic and your career future? And when you find that best fit, it's amazing how students flourish and thrive. So, so take your time and really, really uh, focus on finding that best fit. Thank you so much, Lisa. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you taking the time today to provide our listeners with some valuable information. This was priceless, not just to me, but also to all of our listeners out there. And I greatly appreciate it. Until the next time, be safe and be well. Thank you.